TCI Magazine Audio Edition. Listen to your favorite arboriculture articles on the go. Heartwood and Heart Rot Part 1. Are they important to arborists? Assess or estimate the strength of wood within a living tree or dead, standing snag. This is often quite informal, with training and experience that guides decisions to remove or retain a major stem, or where to tie off lines and place a felling hinge. This article will look at the importance of heartwood and how it can impact decisions where wood strength and decay status might affect tree care practices. Long before modern arboriculture and an understanding of tree biology, humans benefited from the resistance to decay of heartwood found in some tree species. People recognized that the heartwood of certain species such as cedar, black locust, osage orange, or white oak greatly resisted decay when used as fence posts or in contact with soil. Decay-resistant heartwood of western red cedar provides a contemporary example of a product that extends the service life of outdoor furniture and decks. Heartwood formation can be accompanied by a dramatic change in wood color. This is true for black walnut and black cherry, highly prized by furniture manufacturers. This color change is frequently, but not necessarily, associated with increased resistance to decay. Despite common knowledge about heartwood, the terms heartwood and heart rot have long been confused in both the popular press and scientific literature. Heartwood has been ambiguously defined both on the basis of position, meaning wood, in the central core of the stem or branch and or visible properties, meaning lack of sap conduction, dark coloration. In this article, we suggest that the hallmark of heartwood formation is a genetically pre-programmed shift in metabolism. This metabolic shift transforms or converts sapwood into heartwood, as evidenced by the loss of sap conduction and the death of formerly living wood cells. Heartwood formation. Heartwood formation begins with the oldest or first formed ring of sapwood. Trees progressively form heartwood in a transition zone just outside the central core of heartwood. This transition zone has many physiological events taking place. One set of processes results in bubble or embolism formation, followed by the plugging of vessels and tracheids, which are water, conducting cells in the exilum along the stem, axisin tributes to heartwood, generally having a much lower moisture content than adjacent sapwood. In some trees, white oak, elm, and others, the plugging is accomplished by tylosis formation. Tylosis, balloon-like outgrowths, form in vessels from the cell membranes of adjacent parenchyma. The parenchyma tissues are drawn into the vessel, then encrusted with waterproofing lipids. For species that do not form tyloses, formerly conducting wood cells are still plugged by gum, resins, and emboli air bubbles during heartwood development. The chemical constituents that often result in the darker color or increased decay resistance of heartwood come primarily from parenchyma cells as they sense or die. The production of phenolic chemical compound that darkens wood and is toxic to many fungi and other chemical compounds by dying parenchyma cells is often supported by movement of sucrose to these cells from living sapwood. In turn, some essential nutrients in parenchyma cells may be moved back into sapwood for reuse. Facts about heartwood. This broad and encompassing definition may provide some surprises, including not all heartwood is significantly more resistant than sapwood to decay, for example. Most red oak group species, hickory and spruce, among others. 
Heartwood decay resistance varies among and within individual trees of the same species, depending on heartwood age, tree health, and other factors. Heartwood may not differ in color from sapwood, as for ash in many pines. Ripewood is a term primarily used in Europe for heartwood that is similar in appearance to sapwood. Some trees, acre, betula, populus, fagus, apparently do not form heartwood as part of their genetic program. In these trees, living sapwood cells may be found all the way to the center of the tree. However, those species may develop mineral streak or wound, initiated discoloration as part of the tree response to injury and infection. Maple species provide good examples of trees that do not form heartwood, but which frequently contain discolored wood associated with wounding, such as from construction or storm injury. Be aware that many sources confuse wound-initiated discoloration, false heartwood, with heartwood. Heartwood can be found in roots, near the base of the tree, the main trunk, as a cone passing into and up the trunk, and larger diameter branches. The darkened or discolored core in the stem or large branch challenges the arborist. Is the coloration due to decay resistant heartwood or induced biological responses to injury or infection? Further, there is no way to know from the appearance of the heartwood of any particular species if it is more resistant to decay. One must consult outside resources that may contain erroneous information. Heartwood Strength and Decay in the absence of fungal decay, heartwood strength is not significantly different from sapwood. So why should arborists care about heartwood formation? Many fungi that can decay damaged sapwood are unable to decay heartwood. Although some tree species do produce durable heartwood that resists decay, the mere presence of darker wood does not indicate residual strength or heartwood presence. Given sufficient time and conditions, even durable heartwood can decay and cause structural weakness. Placement of a felling hinge requires sound wood. The arborist needs to recognize that even durable heartwood can still rot, albeit slowly. So discolored wood and even heartwood at a felling. Hinge in sight does not necessarily indicate greater wood strength. Some heartwood decay fungi can progress into healthy sapwood. The number of fungi that can decay both heartwood and healthy sapwood is relatively small compared to the number of fungi that can only decay damaged sapwood. Furthermore, the number of fungi that can break down normally decay, resistant heartwood in living trees is also much more limited. More Roles of Fungi As with other aspects of forest pathology, specialized fungi can overcome otherwise effective host defenses. For example, relatively few decay fungi are found that can decay the hardwood of black locust. Photo 8. Knowing which tree species produce decay, resistant hardwood, and that consequently support fewer decay fungi, can aid fungal identification by reducing the number of species known to attack that species. Fungal decay of heartwood can be important to tree stability, especially when the decay is associated with other defects, such as codominant stems. For trees that maintain only a narrow band of sapwood, heart rot decay may leave only a narrow outer shell of stemwood, resulting in an increased risk of structural failure. Photo 9. Heartwood is also an important component in the defense of some trees to decay, functioning in some cases as part of the second wall or wall two in the compartmentalization of decay, interpartmentalization of decay in trees caught it, now referred to as compartmentalization of damage.
Conclusion The term heart rot has been variously applied with little explicit distinction between decay at the center of the tree from decay of heartwood. Knowing how the term is defined by particular authors helps evaluate how to apply existing guides to fungal identification and tree treatment. The specific terms and definitions are less important than the underlying concepts that guide tree assessment and care. Part 2 of this article, planned for the July issue of TCI magazine, will look at the importance of the fungi that can decay heartwood and healthy sapwood, as well as how decay in heartwood impacts stem strength and resistance to break it. Kevin T. Smith, Ph.D., is Supervisory Plant Physiologist for the USDA Forest Service in Durham, New Hampshire. Christopher J. Lully, Ph.D., is a consultant and tree pathologist in Naples, New York. He recently published an updated guide to wood decay fungi of urban trees, wood decay fungi of urban trees, wood decay fungi common to urban living trees. Thomas Draves, ISA certified arborist, is president of Draves Arboretum in Darien Center, New York Partners, the third generation Draves tree and landscape in Darien and holds plant patents in the United States, Canada and Europe. Want to stay up to date on the latest audio edition of the TCI Magazine? Subscribe to us on Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To check out more of what TCI Magazine has to offer or to subscribe to the print magazine, visit tcimag.tcia.org.